0: Deacon holics good morning, good afternoon, good evening, if that's what time you're listening. But right now, you are listening to the smooth sounds of Deacon himself and Deacon and Co-Show, episode 138. Really? Yeah, really. So, in 138 here, I said that I was going to do something that's like, you know, out of the norm, which I've been talking about doing for a long time, so we got no rapids, we got... No topics, we have no hot take, but we have a quick sports update, and we got geniuses of the week for you, hence the title, Really? So, gonna be a fun one, wanna warn you all now, you You're drinking your coffee, your water, whatever you're doing, even a late night brew, empty your bladder right now, because I can guarantee that you will piss your pants after this fucking list, because I've been keeping this list for a while, alright? Before we can do that, though, we got to get into some quick Met news and a quick sports update because there's a lot going on in the world. So, and then we got a couple of things to talk about. Then we'll get into this genius uh, situation here. Four geniuses for you. Won't keep you too long today because you guys know that this is the last episode that I will be with you until September 7th when the Touchdown Report returns. Well, why is that? Well, that ties into the Met news. Less than a week away. Six days, Decaholics, as we sit on the 29th of July. August 4th opens up the North American portion of Metallica's 72 seasons tour. And we we are just six days away. And it is, you know, I I can't get too excited yet because I got a lot of other things going on. And to be honest with you, this whole scenario with Jersey is going to be the most stressful situation. So listen up for anybody who's going, okay? You have to make sure that you get there. At a certain time, I would say no later than 2.30 or even 2 o'clock for each of the shows. Maybe the Friday might be a little different because it's a weekday, but this is a big deal, so I'm pretty sure people don't give a shit about work or whatever else. Um, The parking lot is meant for, let's say, 80,000, 86,000 people, okay? It's not meant for 200,000 people with 150,000 cars, It's not meant there. So what's going to happen is this. Has anybody ever been to a football game or an event at MetLife Stadium before prior to going uh, see Metallica next week? Well, if you have, then you know that if you can't get parking in the stadium, you're going to have to park over by Reds or in one of the uh, designated lot areas, and they will turn around and have to shuttle you on a bus. That means that if there are 60,000 people or 70,000 people that don't have parking spots, uh, you're going to be waiting hours to get back to your car. Very, very important that you have a spot in the parking lot at MetLife Stadium. This will be the most difficult arena. I can assure that for a fact because of the way the other arenas are set up with the parking and whatnot. Nevertheless, here we go. We're here. Just make sure you're there and you get into one of these shows because it's going to be amazing. Don't forget, anybody who's not going to the MetLife show or not going to any of the shows, you can go check it out in the movie theaters. And you can turn around and you could see the Friday and Sunday night or just the Friday or Sunday night, either one night if you really wanted to, just to check it out. But I can tell you something right now that because that is being streamed worldwide, I think that's going to be the best show and the deepest set list. And that's the one that you guys really wouldn't want to miss. Of course, you know, I'll be there. Um, Anything else with Met News? No, just that the tour is coming up and fuck yeah, we're going to get to see the band. It's going to be great. In the meantime, like I said, I can't get too excited because once I get to Jersey, all right, Montreal and the rest of the show is going to be a breeze because I know how bad this is going to be at Jersey with the cars getting in and out and trying to leave here. So... Brace yourselves for anybody who's patience, okay? Usually what I do on shows, especially if they're at somewhere where I have to park my car further away or I have to turn around and I have to park the car there, I just usually wait till everybody scatters out and leaves, but I don't think that's an option to do. I think the best move for you to do is, if you can, is get the fuck out of there and get right to, you know, where you got to get to. So, that being said, we have also tonight... Uh, well, let me back up for a second here... Justin Herbert, Chargers quarterback, is now the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. He's making money, and the Chargers expect to, or the league and the Chargers expect to win a championship within the next five years, which is great. But one thing I wanted to bring up is the constant argument of the running back. Now, like, I understand because the guy on my team is the one who's bringing up this argument that they need to get paid as well, but... And running backs, the, really the lifespan of a running back, unless you're a really, really good running back, is really only four to five years. So now Eckler showing that he's still in tip-top shape, still super strong, still one of the best players in the league, pay the guy. And then that's really what the argument for me would be is just fucking pay him. I understand that you need your franchise player and you need the guy who's going to sell you T-shirts and tickets, and that's Herbert. And he's not going to let us down when it comes to big-time games and big-time performances um, he's going to do his end to deliver, and he has. But when it comes down to the simple fact that if you've got players on the team that are, are on mutiny, you're not going to win a championship like this. You've got people that are coming back to other teams like the Eagles or the Chiefs or even the Bengals that are taking pay cuts to come back and play on this team because of the simple fact that they know that this is their best shot to win a championship. So suck it up, Chargers. Suck it up, Dean Spanos. And fucking pay Austin Eckler. As I'm telling you right now, if you lose a guy like Eckler, he'll, it'll come back to burn you, okay? It, re- it really, really will. Uh, next thing up on the list here before we get into our geniuses are PS5, and I'm going to talk about a couple of games that are coming out because I'm not going to be there to give them away to you guys, so usually every year you get a copy of Madden from me. For a trivia question, it's not going to happen this year. Madden comes out on eight ten, and... The Mortal Kombat uh, 30th edition is, or 30th anniversary rather, that is being sold now. Um, they're having Mortal Kombat One be re-released, redesigned, and that comes out on the 19th. Although I will be back in time, I just want to make sure that you guys know that what was going on. One other note about PS5 is that if you want to automatically update and upgrade your system, okay go into the menu where it has Astro's Playroom. You do not need that app, and it takes up a lot, a lot of space, and by by you turning around and by you freeing the space up, it'll make your PlayStation instantly faster and better when you get rid of Astro's Playroom, unless you use it. In that case, then, sorry, Astro does not leave, but you don't need it, and it's definitely something that is holding you back for all you gamers out there. Uh, next thing that we got here, we got a couple of birthday shout outs because we are not going to be here, as I mentioned 17 times already and probably 87 times in the last six episodes. So John Juice, good friend of the Deacon and Co Show is having a birthday coming up uh, next weekend. So happy birthday in advance to our buddy Juice and big, big, big fan of the Deacon and Co Show and a, let's see. Uh, Frequent Flyer when it comes to the travel process. One of the coolest people I know. Smartest college football guy that I have ever had the chance to chat with. Frequent Flyer on the Deacon and Coach Show, Headbanger's Closet. Brett, happy birthday. He's got a birthday coming up on the 20th. So get him out there in advance. Twitter. Just so you guys know, every week I'm talking about it. Talking about following me on the majors of social, Twitter and Instagram, right? Well, Twitter is now no longer Twitter. It has changed to X. I don't know how I feel about that. It's going to go back and forth for me like between Twitter um, and saying X. I don't know if I can say it, but I will try it. Uh, I will give it a shot. I will try to say it that way. I just think X is a really terrible name. Uh, One other note that I had here for the sports update. If you guys aren't doing anything this evening, this is um, the eve of fight night. Okay? And this is, for pound for pound, this is supposed to be the best fight that has ever occurred, okay, um, in our lifetime. So... It turns around, and it ends up to be, pound for pound, the best fight, okay, that we will ever see, they say. On paper, this is six years in the making, all right? This is a Showtime pay-per-view tonight, Showtime on cable. I'm sure you can get it on all the other platforms, DirecTV and Verizon as well, or you can download the Showtime app. It's $85 to watch this fight tonight. I don't think I'm going to steer you in the wrong direction with this one. I think that you are going to see an amazing fight between... Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence Jr. And and in my opinion here, and I've watched them both fight, um, uh, so it's so tough here to say who would win this fight. I think the fight goes the distance. Uh, I think if you're going to put some money on this, I think Crawford and the over are where to go. I think they're going to set the over at like 9.5 or 10. I think they're going to go to distance on this, and I think that you should be able to make some money on this as well. World Cup action, you know, crazier things have happened, you know, in the World Cup before uh, U.S. women drew a draw versus the Netherlands 1-1. So I'm pretty sure that now the Netherlands and the United States women are going to be the ones that advance from their group or whatnot. But still, to me, the United States is a dangerous team. And I still think that they're gonna end up playing Germany and that is another dangerous team. Sweden as well looks good. England is doing their thing on defense and goalkeeping, winning both of their games, one nothing thus far. And I'm gonna miss talking to you guys about the World Cup and we'll do all the recap of everything when um you know I get back and whatnot. Got a couple of movie reviews. Got the new Haunted Mansion that just came out, which was superb. I definitely recommend you guys going to see it, and we'll talk about it when I get back. Talk about all the good stuff and what happened on the trip as well. Um, Shark Week 2023. I got to say that the last three years of Shark Week have been absolutely and utterly terrible, and uh, this year broke that pattern. I think that uh, there were only two bad programs, and one of them really wasn't bad. I just wish I could have watched it on mute. Uh, so uh, it, it's definitely uh, good to see that Shark Week is back. Uh, the crazy thing about Shark Week, too, and, and there's, you know, there's obviously, you know, we'll we'll you get to, you know, uh, learn more and stuff about that, is is that there are so many now, you know, um, different philosophies because, you know, you don't know these things about, you know, you don't know much about certain species of shark. And, it, you know, These guys get bad reps, but the addition of the evolution to these sharks is unbelievable because how they're adapting from cold water to warm water, adapting from salt water to fresh water, it's unbelievable. You got to understand something, folks, here. When you're in the water, you're in their domain. You're in their home. You are the guest or the unwanted guest. Get the fuck out. If you can't see your visibility in the water, get the fuck out. These guys turn around and they maybe some of them are out there to hurt you maybe they're not but when it comes down to it if they're hungry enough they gonna see food they hear the sound under the water of you moving or paddling guess what they might bite you and you can turn around and they might let you go because of the fact they think that you're something else of what they are actually expecting when they bite you. And that's the crazy thing about it. But it doesn't matter to me about the shark bite. It doesn't matter to me what shark bites you, what size they are, what species it is. It doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is the age of the shark. Okay. If you get bit by an adult shark, you have more of a chance. And I know this sounds absolutely fucking bananas, but listen to what I'm saying. If you get bit By an adult shark, you have more of a chance to survive than you do from an adolescent or a younger shark. Why is that? Well, it's all types of bacteria and stuff inside of their mouth as it is, but everything goes inside a mouth of an adolescent shark. It doesn't matter what it is, and then we'll talk about that in just a second when we get into the geniuses of the week. Um, That infection... Is more dangerous than the actual bite itself, of course, with the exception of if they hit a main artery right away. That is the exception. So, yeah, definitely dirty mouth, yeah. Potty mouth, sure. Disgusting whatever else, yeah. I'd be worried about the infection. What's the moral of the story? Stay out of the dro and stay the fuck out of the water past what you can see. I'm going to go in the beach in the Pacific Ocean, where they're, ex- they're filled with Makos, okay? Makos, blues, great whites, orcas, they're all over there. And I, and I wanted to rent jet skis, and I wanted to go, and I wanted to go and see this, and I wanted to take a picture of me sitting on a jet ski right above one of these creatures. Am I looking for trouble? Sure. Is it thrilling? Sure. Will I ever be any high off of adrenaline ever in my life? Only if the band pulls me on stage and asks me to jam with them. Other than that, yeah, I need that adrenaline rush. Um, But they do not offer that because of Shark Week, which is a genius idea. They don't want people going out there causing the sharks to come to the beach like me, like an idiot, right? Or a genius of the week candidate. Um, They want to turn around and they want to, um, you know, they want to keep it as peaceful as possible for the tourists and the locals that are there that use the water and use the beaches. Catalina Island is somewhere where you can go, and it's offshore right in San Diego. You rent a jet ski there, you're there in maybe 45 minutes on the jet ski, maybe less than that. And then that's where they live, and that's what I wanted to do. But I will be going in the ocean up to my knees. If I see any type of murkiness or if I see any type of fin or anything, get the fuck out of the water. I'm not even playing that game. But if I had to defend myself on a shark, I would make sure that I took my master of puppets cross off of my neck i'd rip it right off and i'd jam that fucking thing right in the eyeball with my cross that's what i would do or it's not really a cross it's a tombstone cross but we'll we'll just use that as <clears throat> excuse me as, as the reference point of how what kind of object i would use or i'd punch him in a fucking nose punch him in a mouth try to flip them over if it's small enough and that way they're in paralysis so And I know a lot about this shit. I watched a lot of Shark Week. I have a degree in marine biology. Um, I'll be all right to everyone. Thank you. Uh, LeBron James' son had a heart attack. (coughs) Excuse me, decoholics. LeBron James' son had a heart attack. A lot of people are trying to pinpoint it at taking uh, the poke, getting the updated um, uh, serum, whatever that the government's coming out with. Well, it has a lot to do with a lot of different things. First things first is I don't think it had anything to do with drugs. Uh, I think it had a lot to do with the energy drink that he was drinking, combination of things that you don't know. People who took the COVID shot, you have no idea what your long-term residual effects are going to be. I've witnessed it firsthand from my direct blood of the woman who I came out of her hoo-hoo. Okay? I, I watched her almost die from taking this fucking poison. Okay? cocaine That's the answer. And you don't have to worry about any COVID or anything else. No, I'm just kidding. But listen, you don't take things that you don't know about, all right? You watch these commercials on TV and say, oh, yeah, well, the side effects are erectile dysfunction, headache, internal bleeding, and uh, colon cancer. Well, why the fuck would you want to take the chance of turning around and taking that if it hasn't been tested? Exactly. So... Hopefully he gets better. I hope this isn't the end of his career, uh, for LeBron James, Kid Bronny. But uh, you know, I, I just you gotta watch what you put in your body when it comes to these energy drinks and everything. I'd be honest with you all. Um, it's it's been it's been a kind of a uh, not a not a rough road. Uh, it's been a very easy transition for me, especially being in the summertime. But I have given up my high fructose corn syrup, and uh, I gotta tell you how great I feel. Uh, from. From really getting rid of the stuff. I mean, you don't get rid of it a hundred percent. You know, I've had a couple instances where I've been sick, where I've had to, you know, have a ginger ale or something. Uh, you know, but it, it, for the most part, I've been staying away from it. You know, even those other things too. There's a couple I'm guilty of it. I had uh, I had to have uh, go out somewhere, and I, you know, when you go out somewhere, you drink drinking water. You know, especially when it comes to like certain places, you look at the place and you're like, eh, all right, yeah, I don't know if I want to take water from this place. It's probably a fucking tap water. I'm drinking lead, whatever it is. So, I, and plus, there's certain things you can't have water with. It's just, you just don't do it. Um, pizza being one of them. So, that's some pizza I had a diet Dr. Pepper. Now, although it doesn't have any of the corn syrup in it, it does have a couple different artificial sweeteners. I could tell instantly when I cut that shit out of my body, I could tell. That I felt it right away. I felt it fucking with my stomach. So yeah, that shit's really that bad for you. So water, it's been for me. Um, and, and summertime, like I said, it's been easier for me to do than you know anything else. You know, also too, if you're on the hydration process during the summer, one beer it won't hurt you. Anything after one beer, you're actually dehydrating yourself. So it's really you know turning around and uh, not worth it at some points. But speaking of alcohol. The last thing I'm going to bring up before we get into the genius of the weeks here, our fun fact of the day, that it was National Tequila Day on seven twenty four. So, wanted to think that was a good point to bring up since tequila is my favorite. And, stay away from the beer. Tequila and water, it's all you really need. Tequila! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um... I've had many, many good-tasting tequilas over the years. I've had tequilas that are fucking $36 a shot all the way up to $110 a shot, all right? Um, one of those scenarios where I don't care as long as it's good, and some of those like more expensive tequilas are not tequilas that you would want to um, sh- take a shot of or whatnot, because let me tell you something, they could fuck you up really, really quickly, especially the way that they're aged and treated and whatnot. So... National Tequila Day. I hope you all enjoyed it. Now, bringing us down into our Geniuses of the Week. And the first one, I got got three of them, all right, that actually happened in Florida. So Florida, we got to have a poll of Geniuses of the Week that come from Florida, because that's got to be the most... uh, genius state of them all, apparently, but uh, the first one here is something that happened on Shark Week, and it happened last week, and I wanted to bring it up, but I said, no, I'm going to save it for the Genius of the Week episode, Cocaine Sharks. Now, let me let, me just, let me just say, okay, it couldn't be more impeccable in timing with the coincidence that Shark Week, okay, is coming out at the same time of these Cocaine Shark uh, accusations. They're finding all types of be- drug bundles and kilos dumped up on the shore, washed up on the shore, and the Cokes, uh, the Cokes, the sharks are eating the Coke and this, that. there's many different reasons why there is no evidence that can support this. Cocaine is a soluble drug. The second that it gets into the water, it's like almost like shit if you don't smoke it. I, last time I checked, unless you had a fucking blowtorch, you cannot light something underwater. Sharks aren't swimming around with crack pipes in their mouth, all right? I'll I'll tell you that. A lot of the things that they did, and that was the one program that really rubbed me the wrong way during Shark Week, was the Cocaine Shark and how it was all tied together and it's all media-related and it's all fucking fixed because it's just not possible. If you were worried about the drug altering or affecting the animal itself, okay, um, the animal would have to go out on shore and even biting into it off of the top of the ocean, or the top of the water, depending on where they were. um, It's not going to do the effect that it was, obviously, on cocaine bear because it was dry and he actually was consuming the drug. So I don't know how much of that's true, how much of it is. I think it's a crock of shit, and I think they're geniuses of the week to try to blame the sharks for taking the cocaine that was probably smuggled in from somewhere else, and they're just trying to pinpoint, like, oh, yeah, don't worry, America. Our U.S. Border Patrol has got this covered where you need some help from the sharks. Like, get the fuck out of here. Seriously, really. Um, so, if you're in the water taking DNA samples, which these assholes were with the sharks, and you accuse the shark of being on cocaine, then why don't you just take a sample of the DNA and run it through a fucking drug test? If there's cocaine or clear evidence that there's cocaine in the system, then you know it's affecting the animals but I don't think it's affecting the sharks. And if they, if they are being affected by it, okay, which there has not, again, been any scientific proof and it just doesn't logistically make sense that they would be affected by this on something that basically turns to shit when you put it in water. Um, <laughs> good for you guys. I hope you guys are out high all day. <laughs> the life of a shark. Floridian number two here, restaurant in Florida, all right? They turned around, and they were closing shop at 7 p.m. as customers tested for uh, for meth after eating there. So now, what does that mean? Does that mean that they're putting meth in the food? No! They're using the same utensils that they cook and prepare customers' meals with meth. They're using the same thing that they're making the meth in to cook the people's fucking food. It's very cut clear. You got a real problem there. Real, real, real problem. And I'm not going to, I'm not at, um, um, how do you say this? I'm not at liberty (laughs) to release who that is that had this, but this is a true story. And it was confirmed by two different sources. Um, Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I I don't even know what to say to that, man. Like, if you first things first is, like, you're testing. Like, what, what do you mean that you're testing positive for meth? How do you know? I mean, unless you're sitting there and you feel differently or you're getting sick from it or you feel like, oh, shit, I'm high and don't do anything. Well, how the fuck do you know that you're high on meth if you never had meth? Like, it's just so many different questions with that. It, it just cracks me up to think that, again, this is Florida. You know, like, come on, man. Like, it's fucked up. Really, really, really fucked up. mad neuter caught on camera by a dinkleberry yes so somebody in Florida has been going around randomly running up to his different establishments placing his junk on the glass placing his moon on the glass or his ass on the glass. And apparently, it's been a slew of robberies while they are distracting whoever they're distracting at what current store that they're, because this has been a gas station, it's been a pharmacy, it's been a convenience store, and whoever else knows what's going on. Uh, I mean, whoever knows or can predict what's next, let me know, show at gmail.com. So basically, you got this guy, all right, who is going on putting his genitals ass on the glass, distracting whoever it is, the attendant, while somebody else goes around and robs and gets away with it. Now, this is fucking super, 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 super genius, okay? And they almost got away with it. But dude did not wipe his ass very well. And had shit particles and pubic hairs on the glass. And they took it for DNA and caught him. You fucking genius, bro. You are a fucking nimrod. You just got away with probably robbing money, drugs, whatever else you took. Food, probably, okay? Maybe you were doing it for fun and didn't need any of the shit that you took. But you got caught. Because you couldn't groom and take care of yourself. And isn't that the number one thing as a human? Is like hygiene and, you know, first appearance or physical appearance. Or, you know, like, don't you want to look as best as you can when you go out there? No, not these guys. So, yeah, just, ugh, like that is disgusting. But nevertheless, the culprits are in custody. And once again, justice wins. (laughs) That should be a separate segment of Genius of the Week. Did Justice win or did Justice lose? <laughs> that time they won there as Ecoholics. Moving on to Montana, which is probably like the seventh or sixth highest total of where Genius of the Week's come from as well. Gentlemen turned around and thought that it would be a great idea to save money on gas by combining water into the gas tank. Nevertheless, the gentlemen found out the hard way that you cannot mix water and gasoline. I'm sure there's an old saying somewhere where you don't mix water and oil, you don't mix water and gasoline because it's just not good. Um, The gentleman tried to then sue the car manufacturer because it was a three-week-old car, and then it was discovered that there were too much H2O inside of the gas tank. Once again, justice was served. Stop trying to fuck over people and sue people for unnecessary reasons. And do I have to say you should never put water inside of your fucking gas tank? (laughs) Like, come on, dude. Come on. That's just as good as those uh, Taco Bell signs that say, don't ring your bell on our bell. Like, don't drive through the drive-thru when you have three extension ladders on the top of your fucking van. Beyond me. I've watched it. I've watched it happen. You guys have known that. There's been a few of them. Starbucks, Taco Bell. Shit happens, right? Last one here of the geniuses of the week here. And this is a good one here because, like, it just rolls into everything else that we just talked about and just, you know, and then what we always talk about on the Deacon and Co. Show of being courteous and... Lending a hand to thy neighbor. And even if you're not a religious person, it doesn't mean that you have to follow that particular religious rule because I know that somewhere that's a religious rule. Like, uh, you know, be kind to thy neighbor, obey thy parents, listen to Metallica. They're all in the Bible, right? So um, (laughs) they uh, turn around and uh, my neighbors, the few that I talk to and that are close with me, send me all of this shit because it's funny and I've been saving this one for a long time and this is from our good buddy Mel um who has this on camera and they sent he sent it to me and I just I couldn't believe it. So people do a lot of boneheaded things out there, right? So what ended up happening was was that this gentleman um behind Mel, he lives uh he's got two corner neighbors. He's like almost looks like a triangular type of scenario. guy in the corner of Mel and then there's a guy diagonal next to the guy on the corner. Um, They turned around and, and the gentleman, for whatever reason, was just, you know, looking around, being suspicious, and took his whole thing of leaves and just threw it over the neighbor's fence and Mel's fence. And it's just one of those scenarios where Mel's a really nice guy, but, like, he takes really good care of his house and his lawn and shit. So imagine just that if that was me, that you threw fucking leaves over my fence, I would turn around and choke you. Well, Mel, Mel was nice about the scenario, you know, and, and approaching it about to his other neighbors, the neighbor turns around, and this is what's really more of the genius of the week, all right, uh, more genius here. Uh, is when Mel approached the guy and sent him the video, he was like, oh, you know, oh yeah, the, the, the guy just does that all the time. Well, what do, you, what do you mean he does that all the time? He picks up his leaves from his yard, which is clearly on his side of the fence, just throws them over your fence after, you know, especially too, because again, if you raked it already, go walk in the backyard, 20 minutes later, hey, where the fuck did all these leaves come from? I just picked them all up. Yeah, it's it's fucking annoying. It's just, you know, it's it's the courtesy thing of, you know, whatever you want to call it, respect, respecting people's property, whatever it is, but... I just think that is so genius because it's not even the fact that a matter of the guy being a genius for throwing it over the fence, it's just the reaction that the neighbor had, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, he does that all the time. Like, that's okay. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Deacon at com. You tell me if your neighbor throws leaves over your fucking fence and if it's okay. But sorry to Mel that he had to deal with that shit. And just when he told me that story, I just, you know, I said, I'm going to coordinate this into Genius in a Week. And I think that's what Mel was waiting for. So, Mel, if you forgot about this, don't worry. I didn't. <laughs> so, that. Oh was our last one there, but I do have one other bit of information for you guys and that is our Corner of Positivity. Dedicated to all the geniuses that I had just mentioned above. Arrogance and ignorance go hand in hand. Holier than now! James Hetfield. Little Metallica for you there. Why wouldn't it be? But... Yeah, ignorance, arrogance, they go hand in hand. You got away with some shit for the first couple of times with that guy with the dinkleberry, all right? And now you turn around and it's like you're pushing the envelope and it's like, yeah, yeah, never mind. Anyway, yeah, that's that's the corner of positivity. I don't know if that's positivity. I think I should just... Do a quote that relates to the the actual show that day. Um, still call it corner of positivity. I don't want to change it up and anything on there. But nevertheless, that's gonna do it. I'm getting out of here, watching the World Cup every day, doing my thing, working hard. Couple more days left until we gotta get out of here, and it's it's, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be nice to uh, see the band. It's been a long time since December. uh since uh, we saw the band. So yeah, it's gonna be going to be it's gonna be a long time coming. So. So after a certain while, when you keep pushing these things and you keep pushing like, all right, listen, we're doing a countdown, started off, you know, we're, uh, you know, 10 months away then, you know, you get close down to six months and then it's like, you get close to three months and then all of a sudden now you're only 20 days away, uh, you know, from basically, uh, heading out, you know, you turn around and you're just like, all right, got to make it through it. And now coming down six days away, it's just, it's. Got to make it through this week uh, mentally before I can really get excited. When I'm in a parking lot, I'll realize, like, yo, we're going to see the band. But uh, Eastern A's baseball, the gentlemen have won their division. Um, They had to win their last three games because of a tough, tough loss on Monday night. So they did so. Took first place and a first round bye. And they will be playing their playoff game upcoming this week. If they win their first game, then the championship game will be on Wednesday night. Good luck to the Eastern A's. I hope you guys pull it off. It'll be their first championship, and I am certainly, certainly excited for them. Follow me on the majors of social Twitter, X Deacon Show. See, I almost fucked that one up there because it's weird to say Twitter and X. X Deacon and Show. Twitter Deacon Instagram Deacon Koshow. Deacon and Co-Show at gmail.com if you want to leave a line. Guys, enjoy the preseason football. Enjoy Labor Day. Enjoy the rest of your summers. Thank you so much for always tuning in and supporting me. I really appreciate it means the world to me, and uh, in return from my month off, I will be back with you guys on the 7th of September for the fourth installment of the Touchdown Report, season four of that, and uh, another episode of a recap of what transpired on the trip, and also how the band was, and we're going to recap all their set list and all types of cool stuff coming up in the September month, but for now, Deacon is out.